listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Black Cat, Charles, and David Green. And thanks for joining us on the 321st episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. On today's episode, we're discussing The Boogeyman, as selected by our all-knowing Wheel of Terrors. As a reminder, we do tend to spoil things, so continue at your own risk. The Boogeyman is currently streaming on Hulu, so check it out before continuing if you are a spoiler-sensitive listener. And this is the newest Boogeyman. This is the Boogeyman that came out last year. 2023. Correct. Not an older... There's there's quite a few movies called Boogeyman. Is this there, Boogeyman or The Boogeyman? Because I think we the, have... The Boogeyman. Okay, just checking. Just checking. Now I'm double... Now I'm second-guessing myself, but I'm like 90... <laughs> I'm 90% sure, but now I, that 10% me. <laughs> I mean, does it matter? Not really. It's You'll fine. be able... It's 2023. It's the only Boogeyman in 2023. It's true. It's true. Oh my God, I got my notes. I'm ready to go. I'm ready She's to ready. chat about this one. It is the BT Dub. The. It's the Boogeyman. Not yes. just any old Boogeyman. Correct. And it's Boogeyman one word, not Boogie Man two words. Not a man whom boogies. Exactly. Boogies. Correct. Okay. <laughs> but before we jump into today's film, let's get started with the segment that we like to call... Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is Monolith. His previous previously released in Australia, and it releases in U.S. theaters February 16th. It's directed by Matt Vesely. Vesely? Vesely. Uh, It's his first uh, feature-length film, and it's written by Lucy Campbell. The IMDb summary is a headstrong journalist whose investigative podcast uncovers a strange artifact, an alien conspiracy, and the lies at the heart of her own story. I read that weird, but you got the gist. I got it. Uh, I will see this movie. This movie, after some of the trailers that we've done in the past couple weeks here, this trailer sold me, finally. It was just enough. Not too much. Um, Creepy. I'm in. Enough creepy. Mm -hmm. Enough. uh, We got the the chick from uh, Evil Dead Rise. Yep, yep. With her teeth. I recognized her immediately because of her teeth. It's the veneers. The veneers are strong with this one. Uh, (laughs) Can we have a talk about Hollywood veneers? It's like... It's intense. It's it's become an issue. It's kind of... It's upsetting to me because there's so many people that have such cute... Like, their smiles are what make... Like, it gives them their little personality, yeah. right? Yeah. And now everybody just has the same weird teeth. It, and they, it's giving... It's like, well, having a creepy smile. Like, they all have the same creepy smile now. And that's yeah. a problem for me. Same. Like, I miss some, like, crooked teeth. It's okay uh, to have a little character with your teeth, you I know? Love, I love some crooked teeth. And if, like... 
just get braces if it doesn't. You know what I mean? Like a lot yeah. or the the retainers. Like we don't need to what? shape. I don't know. It's what I they agree. do. Do you know what they do to do veneers? Don't they like glue porcelain or whatever kind of veneers you get like on top of your regular teeth and it like totally. No. Oh, it's I thought that's what it did. worse than that. They oh, no. file, they file oh. your teeth down into oh, my little, teeth hurt. into little nubbins, into Stop. little nubbins. Yes. No. And then they put the porcelain on top of it and it only lasts like 10 years or something. So they have to like do this. And it's like, it's not just you go in and you get it done. It's like days of like dental work of them doing this. It's not Where's an easy process. Oh my God. That's what I'm saying. Don't look at pictures of it. I mean, look at pictures of it because it's I, fucking disturbing. <laughs> I'm just imagining Gollum. Yes. That's what the it looks Gollum like. Gollum teeth. Yes. And that's, look it up. That's it's all. disgusting. It's horrible. They file them down into little tiny nubbins and then glue. It's awful. It's really Ooh. awful. That's why I'm saying, I'm sorry like, it's, if anybody listening has veneers, listen, but it's freaking just, me if out. If they were just putting like a fake, fake teeth on top of your regular teeth, and you could remove it, that'd be one thing. Yeah, but like, <sighs> especially if you're doing it for a film or something. Mm-hmm. But this is a permanent. You're fucking up your your actual teeth permanently no. on purpose. I'm gonna pass. It's awful. It's really, really like seriously. Look at it up. Seriously, look it up. Okay, I'll do it right now. Do it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. I'm scared. Guys, I'm going to throw up. Veneers. Should I, before an app? No, I need veneers in progress. How is that it? Oh, no. Just just type it in and look at images. And just. No, 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 no. I can't unsee it now. (laughs) It's. Please don't ever do that to yourself. <laughs> I learned about it when I was, I used to watch Project Runway when I was like a teenager. Oh, and no. one of the girls, Danielle, had like a big gap in her teeth and it was beautiful. She looked It was oh, beautiful. Maybe, oh, maybe it wasn't Danielle. Maybe it was another one. I don't remember. Someone had like messed up teeth and Tyra like made them get veneers and you had to like watch the dental surgery they watch them like file them down and like i was like oh why would anyone do that (laughs) oh no yeah it was bad um oh i can't i don't have words i'm struggling (laughs) well and i mean for tyra to make someone do that and for them to potentially not become a model like like it's expensive to keep that up like you have to go in every few years and pay for new ones like it's not cheap it's thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars like you're committing someone to that Mm -mm. it's fucked up anyway i'm sorry uh but Mm -hmm. anyway veneers are creepy and i think some people should get them but most people shouldn't (laughs) yes go see monolith in theaters february 16th What a beautiful segue. Um, Thanks. It was flawless, right? It was flawless. I loved it. <laughs> so uh, now that we're done with that, uh, we're going to chat about The Boogeyman from 2023. We're on Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're on, this is a Saturday, by the way. We're oh, feeling, my God. We're feeling crazy. When we record in the mornings, it's just so much more fun than when we record at night. Because we have so energy. We're so alert. Yeah. Well, because when we record at night, it's usually after a day of work. Yeah. Um. Because I feel like on Sunday nights, if we record, we're also fine. Yes, that's um, true. 
But yeah, after a day of work, our brains are already spent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, now I, we're fresh. I'm sorry. And Continue. Over the place. Sorry. Um, yeah. We're speaking about The Boogeyman from 2023, directed by Rob Savage, who also directed Host and Dashcam, written by Scott Beck and Brian Woods, who also did 65 and A Quiet Place 1 and 2, as well as Mark Heyman, who wrote Black Swan. The IMDb summary is still reeling from the tragic death of their mother. A teenage girl and her younger sister find themselves plagued by a sadistic presence in their house and struggle to get their grieving father to pay attention before it's too late. <laughs> Who wrote that? Um, also want to add, it's based off of a short story written by Stephen King in the 70s. Yes. Um which I think all of them are, right? I feel yeah. like I've – I had to, like, double yeah. read that because I was like, I've said this before. <laughs> um, we did a trailer on it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, So this movie was originally supposed to be straight to Hulu, mm-hmm. but it tested well in screen – uh, in the screen tests with audiences that they mm-hmm. decided to make it a feature. Okay. What's interesting to me about this, and I do think that there are some effective creepy moments, but there were moments in the movie that were so scary that people were screaming so much that you couldn't hear the dialogue after. So they like cut those moments back and then also placed longer pauses in between scares so people would be able to like hear the dialogue. And I'm kind of bummed because I'm intrigued. I want to see what was so scary. You yeah, because this was not scary to me. No, no, no. Um, the problem for me being the monster is not creepy. 100%. <laughs> it's so CGI. It looks like Stranger Things. It looks like Stranger Things. There's yeah. also some weird moments that were giving Venom vibes to me. Sure, sure, sure. Um, Oh, my gosh. I'm jumping ahead, but this is just where this conversation has gone so far. The end, when the monster's, like, hands come up, I just started laughing because I immediately thought of the tiny hands, you know? (laughs) And I, like, I lost it. Like, I couldn't handle it. And I'm like, this is supposed to be the scariest part of the movie. And I was like, the tiny hands are coming out. Well, and it doesn't look like a – you named it the boogeyman. Mm -hmm. There's no man. It's, Mm-mm. like, obviously some kind of monster demon. It's not yeah. a boogeyman. I'm thinking creepy guy in a trench coat or or something. A slender man, perhaps. Something that's more yeah. man-like. This is not man-like at all. <laughs> There's no. no man. Zero men. I don't necessarily have a problem that it's not super man-like. Um, but I do... The the payoff was not here but for the creature. You design. can't call it the boogeyman. That's not what the boogeyman looks like. I don't know what the boogeyman looks like. I think well, he looks more human like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and less like a creature from Stranger Things. <laughs> in my opinion. Less uh oh my gosh, now I'm totally drawing a blank on what the Stranger Man thing is called. Um was there I, even a moment when the boogeyman was in the closet for how much closet creepiness that there's supposed to be in this film? 
So technically, we- yes. I think okay. the place where David Delamache, Delamache, I don't know how to say his last name, but you know who I'm talking about. I think the room that he um, unalived himself in was a closet, technically. Yes, but I think did it was we the see closet. a boogeyman in a closet? Yes, because she was locked in the closet with him, with the boogeyman. And we saw it in that in that moment. And I think I we she also... she was just in the studio when she got yeah. locked in. She was not in the closet. She was locked in the closet in the studio. No. She was, she was locked was in the same the closet studio. that David, that the guy... No, she said, in. this is my studio. And then she went in the studio and then they closed the door. She, she didn't even make it to the closet. No, she I didn't just, make it to the closet. I just watched it like 20 I, minutes ago. <laughs> I'm like 100% They sure were was... in the hallway when they opened the door. No, because that's why she got freaked out is because it was so dark in there. In the studio, there's actually windows. Mm, I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I, that room was ginormous. You may have to agree to disagree on this one. That's fine. Just for the sake of the podcast. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think, and then at the end, obviously, it's implied. And then I think uh, the little sister saw the boogeyman or heard him in the closet, but I don't remember that. I think it actually meant I just feel like there should have been more boogeyman closet scenes, is what Mm -hmm. I'm saying. Because the whole illusions and the whole creepiness was supposed to be the boogeyman hangs out in your closet. For sure. Or under the bed, which I think there was one. There was only one time when the boogeyman was under the bed. Yeah. Yes, there was one. Yeah. Yeah. Just watch I, Terrified. It's way better than this. It's, it is way better than this. I feel, it's scary, too. <laughs> I feel like maybe there were one too many writers on mm. this. I mm-hmm. feel like it might have benefited from either having Mark Heyman or Scott Beck and Brian Woods. Um, because I don't I f- know who those pe- can you use their character names? I don't know. No, no, no. I'm talking about I'm talking about the writers. Oh, the writers. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So Scott Beck and Brian Woods were the two writers that wrote 65 in a Quiet Place one and two. Got and it. then Mark Heyman was this another writer that wrote Black Swan. And so I feel like having the pair or the single would have helped a little bit because the movie felt too like two different movies to me. Um. Like we were weaving in and out of like a drama and then a horror movie. And it was just, I don't know. It wasn't cohesive enough. It took me in and out. I appreciate that there's like trying to be like, you know, the emotional story. And I totally get that, especially in the imagery. Um, But it was just a little long winded for me, I think. It didn't quite work for me. Mm -hmm. There were some moments where I felt like. The scares would have been good had I thought that the creature was creepy. I just didn't. Um, Mm -hmm. But I thought, you know, some good tense moments. I liked, I liked Sadie. I liked, I wanted to see more of that. I thought her high school life was interesting. Like I could have done with more of that. Um, I, I thought the acting was good. Danny from the Mindy Project is in here. He did a great job as the dad. And um, the little sister, uh, Sawyer, was really cute. I mean, I thought the acting was fine. The character development was so good that I feel like they should have done more with it. Totally. You know? Um, Yeah. I feel like it's weird how, like... I don't know. If for some something's lacking 
uh, for me beyond the scares. I really just did not like the creature design personally, but um, I don't know. I didn't really find it scary at all, which was kind of a bummer because I really thought that I would get creeped out. Anytime there's like, even with the trailer, I was like, oh, there's like, it's a scene with the dark and the red flashing light. And I'm like, that's going to be creepy. And, you know. I feel like, too, it's the fact that we go to a separate house with the same boogeyman. I don't think we needed that. You know what I mean? We we didn't need to go to Lester Billings' wife's house or whatever and have that. Yeah. And then she so then she's dealing with the boogeyman there. And then all of a sudden she's like, oh, she he's going back to my house. Like, why? It just. I don't know. I agree. It, I thought it that was whole thing was extra. Weird. Yeah. We didn't need it. No. We could have just had Lester show up and bring the boogeyman there and then die. Yeah, totally. That would have been fine. We didn't need all fine. that other stuff. No. And honestly, the Lester stuff was probably the creepiest part of the movie. Oh, my God. I love him so much. You love Lester. I love David Dustin. I can't say his last name and it bums me out because <laughs> I really love, like but him. But you love him. You should learn how to say it. I do. It's difficult. Except for when I hear someone say it, then I'm like, of course, that's how you say it. (laughs) (laughs) Did you notice the Suspiria stained glass in the upstairs? Oh, that's I was like, that looks so familiar. Yes. Now that you're saying it, I have a tattoo of it. I know, but I, that's why I was like, I know that. I was like, oh, that's stained glass. Like, it, especially this time that I saw it, because this is my second time seeing it. Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, man, what is that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I loved I loved that that was there. I mean, the movie has nothing to do with Suspiria at all, but I appreciated no. it anyway. Yeah. Um, I also think that the kids are insanely brave. Like, more brave than they should be. Like, I don't think any kids are that brave. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like when Sadie is in her mom's studio and she hears all that no- those noises from the closet and she thinks she's home alone. Like there's no way I would investigate that. Oh no, I would have peaced out. You as would an peace adult. Out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> as an adult, no thank you. As a teenager, I would have been like extremely no thank you. The second I even suspected something was in the house, I would leave the house. I don't know. <laughs> that See, I found not believable. I say that, but then when I hear weird things outside, like I always go look. <laughs> so maybe I wouldn't be that smart. <laughs> you know, have I done that? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, but this is I, why I wouldn't make it. <laughs> listen, have I done that? Yes. But the second I know what it is, I run away. Like I, I'll never forget. Tony and I were hearing crazy shit on our roof, but we mm-hmm. live in an area where we have like a lot of raccoons and possums and occasionally coyotes that enter our yard. And so I was like, oh, well, something's going on on our roof. And a lot of times the raccoons, they live in these, we have really high cypress trees around our house mm-hmm. and the raccoons live in them. And occasionally they will use our roof to hop from tree to tree. And they're very heavy and very loud. <laughs> and but we were we were just watching tv one night and it sounded like there were 10 raccoons on our roof 
And we went outside and there were raccoons. There was like a raccoon gang fight. Like they were. Oh my God. They were like, and we were in the, like far enough in the backyard that, you know, we could only see their shadows, but like the moon was behind them. So it was just like raccoons fighting like in the, (laughs) in the shadows. Oh my gosh. Amazing. I've, I I mean, I've, I've checked on that, but I was pretty sure it was raccoons fighting. I, you know, I'm not gonna check out if i think there's a killer in my house i'm peacing out yeah yes if there's a human in my house i'm not staying in my house and checking oh no no thank you no goodbye that's a different thing going yeah. outside to check what's going on i feel like is a different thing i agree yeah Oof. sorry about my rank raccoon tangent no, but it was really it, funny they were like I'm- on their hind legs like <laughs> fighting and and the, the light from the moon like it was just their shadows it was that very sounds funny. so magical it was <laughs> it also- was kind of magical but i was also very concerned i didn't want the raccoons to get hurt they you're were like, like being very vicious you're like guys 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 like, calm can down we all just get along you there's know enough you marshmallows guys, for everyone <laughs> there's so many trees here you guys can just share you know oh, you don't need to fight over guys it. This poor little guy. But like the picture, the image that you've created, I think is worth it. It is hilarious. It was hilarious. (laughs) And I hope that I'm painting it as hilarious. Uh, Another funny thing that happened once with the raccoons in my trees, because there's like families of them living up there. Mm -hmm. There was like, um, uh, we had a, a party late at night and someone was standing next to one of the trees and everyone likes to look up in the trees at night because you can see the little raccoon faces peeking out. It's oh really cute. God, they're so cute. They're so cute. And I think my friends were like getting really close and looking at him. And I think he wanted to come down, but he was scared because there were people and he definitely peed on them. And it was hilarious. Oh my God. Is it raining? No, that raccoon just peed on you. Get away from the tree. <laughs> Good boy or girl. Just saying. It's pretty That's funny. so funny. All right. Sorry. Enough about raccoons. I love raccoons. (laughs) Me too. They're so cute. Oh, my God. The ones near my house are so fat. They're humongous. (laughs) (laughs) But in the spring when they have babies. Oh, my God. They're so cute. They're so tiny. They're so little. They got little little burglar faces. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay. But back to Boogeyman. But Boogeyman. Um, Boogeyman. I think I think I'm curious to see the scenes that were cut. Um I think the acting to your point was great. Um I liked getting to see uh Sophie Thatcher, I think her name is, the mm-hmm. gal that played the lead actress cuz she's in the uh Yellow Jackets, which I really oh, okay. like. Okay. Yeah. And then the little girl was actually Princess Leia in the obi-wan kenobi series so it was cute getting to see her as well um i hated her her friend her that one friend i was like why did she get invited over like i would have invited the other girls but like that girl's a b like (laughs) she's not invited to my house she's awful she was saying the worst things that i was like why is anybody okay with that yeah yeah. After this one after this girl's mom passed away. Like I couldn't imagine anyone no. saying those things. No. Ugh. Yikes. Terrible. Yeah. She was I bad. Was, I I even said in my notes, I don't care if she's a kid, I would have punched that girl in the face. 
When I was when she slapped her, I was like, yeah. "Hell yeah!" And yeah. the girls were all like, "Oh my god, Sadie!" And I was like, "No, she deserved that. <laughs> Why aren't you also <laughs> punching her in the face?" Yes, get her out of there. She deserved it. Yeah. I'm not one for physical violence, but yeah. <laughs> she wasn't gonna learn. That's all I'm saying. I think Dad could have been involved more in. The story, they didn't mm-hmm. even try to talk to him about mm-hmm. it until the end. Um, I, I I, don't love a dad doesn't believe me trope, but I think yeah. in this instance, especially because he's in the medical, he's in the, you know, medical field, he's in the, the science field that maybe mm-hmm. he might not. Um, I understand that the story is pretty much from his daughter's point of view, but I think at the beginning it's not. It's like from his. So it's mm-hmm. weird that we switch and then don't go back to him. Do you know I what agree. I mean? Like I think totally. that's maybe what the story is missing is more of his point of view. Um, like where he's confused about what's happening. Um I, I needed more of that. I agree, because at the beginning, it is heavily on him because he's the psychiatrist and he's yeah. dealing with Lester. Yeah. Um, and then I thought it was strange that he was kind of absent for the other psychiatrist with Sawyer and yeah. like Sadie was there, but he wasn't there. I feel I feel like they plugged him in at really strange times. He just yeah. felt so extra to the point that then at the end where all of a sudden he kind of comes out of nowhere to like stab the creature it's like oh of course like they needed an extra dude so they just threw him in there and it feels that way it doesn't feel like a family unit especially because they spend so much time creating this bond between Sawyer and Sadie um and then they just randomly throw in dad I kind of feel like what they were trying to do was to say that he was dealing with his wife's death differently. He was trying to just move on and his daughters weren't, or at least Sadie wasn't. Mm -hmm. And he was attempting to kind of ignore it to like move on where his his daughter really wanted to dwell on it. And, And so I feel like we were supposed to feel a disconnect between them and that they kind of felt like they were on their own without him. Um, and then at the end, he realizes that they need him and and he's he's back and he's doing his thing and he's there for his girls. And that's why we see him in therapy with them at the end. I think that's what they were trying to do. Yeah. I just don't think it was successful. I think we needed more from his point of view to really hit that home. Uh, have him be by himself. Have him realize the girls are freaking out, but he doesn't really n- know what to do. Um, there just wasn't enough of those scenes. Uh, it would have been really great to have, I mean, the girls are like screaming and running around the house. And where is he? What is he doing? He's just mm-hmm. not there or he can't hear them or like, I don't understand how when the girls are screaming and running around the house, he's just literally not there at all. 100 million percent. Yeah. And I think what also was kind of, and maybe this is just my realist brain, but like, I don't know that they needed to go to the doctor or the hospital at the end. I feel yeah. like. That little girl got thrown around the room and chucked <laughs> into a television. No way CPS isn't like in like all over them. Like yeah. they're not going home that night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and they were literally just there for a sentence. Well, and for what him. does he think happened? Exactly. Like, like were we you don't high? even know. Like, He's what just are you upset about? about being in the hospital, but like Yeah. 
<laughs> but it, like his it, daughter got thrown into a television. How how do you think that happened? Exactly. And Sadie's like, I saw something. He's like, oh, well, you were smoking weed. And she's like, are you fucking kidding? Like what in the world? When does, when does that happen when you smoke weed? <laughs> like right that you just see like, I mean. It's not it, mushrooms. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're you're a doctor. <laughs> Jesus. She had I don't a know. hit of like weed that's 10 years old. Like there's no way yeah. she's hallucinating. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It, it, it ain't that good. It couldn't it's be. Not, yeah. Um well and and why is Sawyer playing video games in a dark room by herself? That's, she's the I one mean, that's I've, the most scared. I've done she, it. And sh- the whole movie, she won't even sleep without the lights out. That's true. She has her moon with her. And which suddenly, I want. and suddenly, she's a okay being in the living room in the complete dark, playing video games. Like that doesn't that make it make sense? Because that yeah. girl is constantly turning on lights, being around lights, and then suddenly she's fine not being around lights. Like, well, it wasn't dark when she started. It was dark after everybody got thrown out, and that's right. when all the lights went off. But that's when she's alone. I would think. If it were me, I would turn on lights. That's when she got creeped out. (laughs) Yeah. Is when all the lights went dark after that. Because she's like playing video games and you hear the commotion behind. And then when doors slam and people stomp upstairs, that's when everything goes pitch black. Mm. I still think that she would have been creeped out sooner. She would have turned on those lights sooner. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't personally play video games in the dark very often. Um, oh, I love it. <laughs> I just don't feel like she would. No, but she wasn't. It was there was light first. There was no. Li- I didn't see a lot of light. Yeah. There. It's um, not like it, it's not like there was a lot of light. And I know she was with her dad, but I don't know. Still, it seemed a little weird to me. Yeah. Um. That whole scene was kind of weird, though. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know. It's- it's it's not that it's bad. It's just it's not really worth for me. I just think it could have been a lot better. Yeah, it, I agree with what you said that it feels like a couple different movies mashed together. Like it do, it doesn't feel super cohesive. Yeah. Um. And there's a lot, and maybe they cut a lot of stuff out. It sounds like they did that. Maybe would have made it more cohesive. I don't know. But to me, this does feel like. A movie that was made for TV and should have been on Hulu. <laughs> Agreed. I agree. So I don't know if we'll ever get the scary scenes. Probably not. But I don't know. I hope so. I really do want to see them. The audience screamed so loud that important dialogue after the scene was lost. Mm-hmm. It, that's what this says. Yeah. Have you ever screamed in a theater? No, but I have been in theaters where people have screamed. Sure. And yes, miss the dialogue. What movie was that? Do you remember? I feel like it might, like most recently, probably Smile. Okay. Yeah, I I, can, I definitely remember people around me uh, having some, I don't know if it was screaming, but just startled. For, Reactions. For sure. Yeah. I just laughed. I just laughed and laughed that Same. whole movie. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I love I love a jump scare in the theater. It's yeah. uh it cracks me up. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Um oh man. 
Yeah. Unfortunately, this wasn't it for me. I think no. I, I honestly think I would have enjoyed it more if it wasn't this design. I just, I can't, I can't with the monster design. It just, a little disappointing yeah. for me. All right. That's, That's Boogeyman. That's Boogeyman. Boogeyman. And you know, it's the the creature design in these movies is just so important. Mm-hmm. You can't skimp on it. Mm-mm. Um, and I feel like if you're gonna go the CGI route, you're immediately gonna be in action sci-fi territory. It's just how it goes. You need to. I feel like there needs to be some kind of practical something. It's hard to do it a hundred percent digital. It's hard to do it right 100% digital because I feel like it would cost a lot of money to make it not look like a cartoon. It's just, I feel like makeup makes things look so much creepier and like Mm -hmm. lighting. And when you're eliminating those real things and doing it all in a computer, you're losing something. Yes. Um, You're losing a creepy creepiness. That's why Insidious is just so wonderful. It really is part of why I think Insidious is so wonderful and creepy. Um, I'm okay with some special effects, with some, you know, computer effects. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to creature design, I really think it's important to have some kind of practical aspect Mm -hmm. to bring some kind of realism to it. I did not find that monster creepy. Yeah, me either. What do we what did you think about like the mimicking aspect? I thought that was fine. I think that that kind of makes sense with the idea of a boogeyman. Yeah. It didn't I feel like that should have been scarier though. Oh, I agree. Uh, there was something about the way it was like it's a scary idea, but there was something about the way it was done that just wasn't scary. Like that the- song, <laughs> that song isn't scary to me even when it's, you know, sung creepily. It's just still not. It's a lovely song. <laughs> The end when, like, totally gave me Terminator 2 vibes when the, like, thing was on fire and it was going through, like, all the different voices. I was like, what is happening right now? (laughs) Yeah. It's just a weird thing. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted him to be scarier. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's out. That's it. I just want some, I want some creepy practical effects sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know? Give me a mm-hmm. creepy monster. I'm okay. I love a Baba Duck. You know, throw a wig on him in a trench coat. I'm cool. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Not that man. there's no uh, special effects in the Baba Duck because there absolutely is. Yeah. I need to rewatch that movie. I feel like I've been saying that for like a year now that I need to rewatch that movie. I feel like I think about it, but then I just hear the the child screaming, and then I say, "I'm good. I'm so gonna skip it." He's so (laughs) awful, but I, I, the creepy moments with that monster are good. I agree. It is a very entertaining movie, but that shriek. I know. I can't. Just kind of put it on mute, you know, whenever he's talking and then take it off mute for the creepy scenes. Yeah. I think um, the the good thing about the Babadook is the nighttime. I feel like nighttime movies like this. I mean, we have so many movies that do the nighttime monster thing that you Mm -hmm. have to really bring it. You know, Mm -hmm. 
we got Insidious, we have um, uh, the Babadook, we have basically every, uh, what are the, Ed and Lorraine movies, what are those called again? <laughs> Conjuring? <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> basically every Conjuring movie ever. You know, every movie has this, like, is there something under the bed? Is there something in the closet? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. This movie really doesn't do a very good job with it, to be honest, in comparison. Yeah. Oh, remember the first time watching The Conjuring and that thing jumps from the 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 closet? <laughs> the top I mean, of everything, it? The clapping game is oh, so good. Like, everything so good. is so good. Oh, and it's on top of when it's on top of the what do you call that thing? Not a closet, but oh, the like wardrobe. Yeah, the wardrobe. Yeah, I'll never forget. I almost shit myself. <laughs> 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 Not expecting it. So good. so good. Such yeah. a gr- such a wonderful. That's a such a wonderful scare moment. Yeah, I that agree. is just. There's so few moments like that that I have now. But um, yeah, that's a very good one. Oh, anyway, okay. All right. How, how let, let's close out uh, the boogeyman. Close that chapter. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. How are you doing over there, Carly? What have you been doing? Oh, you know. Um. Last night I went to go see Groundhog Day because it was Groundhog Day, which yeah, was happy a lot Groundhog of fun. Day. Thank mm-hmm. you, and to you as well. Thank you. Um, Congratulations on an early spring. An early spring, huzzah to us! Huzzah! huzzah. Um, what else have I watched? I don't think I've been watching that much stuff. I'm playing, playing video games. Been playing video games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. I feel like last week I watched a ton of stuff. This week I'm like, what did I do? I watched <laughs> The Boogeyman. I watched Groundhog Day. Yeah, I think that's really it. Okay. Yeah, I haven't been watching a lot, although I'm very excited for Lisa Frankenstein next week. Very excited mm-hmm. for Lisa Frankenstein. Cannot wait. I'm going on Friday with my friends. Um, so excited. I am also very excited dragging Tony to that thing. Um, and then I'm going to uh I, I haven't been watching a lot of a lot of exciting things. I've been watching 90 Day Fiance lately. That's mm-hmm. I'm not usually a reality TV person, but I'm having a moment. You Good know? for you. Sometimes we need that. And I've been reading and I've been playing drums still. Uh got the double kick drum thing working out now uh very comfortable switching to a crash now which is exciting so definitely making some progress on on the drumming front and then uh yeah i don't know really not i haven't been watching anything exciting so i guess that i guess i don't have anything to report there work's been busy no i feel like we also recorded fairly recently yeah um also shout out to our patreon subscribers we are going to be working in uh discord we're going to open up our discord channel for our listeners um our patreon listeners and we're going to start doing game nights i don't know if anyone's going to join us but we're going to start doing game nights and 
we'll invite you to join us. So if you are a Patreon subscriber, visit us on Patreon. I'm going to start posting on there so you can log in and check it out, hopefully, uh, within the next week or two. Yeah. Um, also coming up in March, uh, Carly and I just realized we skipped listener request month by accident because we forgot when it was. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It was supposed to be in December. Who knew? I didn't know. Uh, neither did Carly. So now it's in March. So coming at you in March. Listener requests month. So get your uh, requests in. Get them in now so that we can plan our March schedule. What is the where, where can our listeners uh, reach us, Carly? Where can they send in their requests? Anywhere they want. Um, you can email us at finalgirlshorrorcast at gmail.com. You can also give us a call at 661-388-0150. We'll also put that in the show notes. Um, or Instagram, Facebook, wherever you follow us. You are more than welcome to send us Should we make that uh, a song requests. so they can remember the number like Jenny Craig back in the day? Yeah, will you do that? 661-388. Zero one five zero. There you go. It'll probably be something different next. Now it's stuck in your head, right? (laughs) (laughs) Why did my computer just turn on? Oh, creepy. That's weird. Yeah. Ooh. What's maybe because I sang my song and they liked it? (laughs) They're like, yeah, I'm gonna call right now. (laughs) I'm gonna call right now. Oh my goodness. Um, Go back to okay. sleep. <laughs> so yeah, get your get your requests in now. It technically doesn't have to be a horror movie. Try to keep it semi on theme, a thriller, a sci-fi, a something in the realm of horror. Doesn't need to be direct horror and doesn't need to be streaming, but we do need to be able to access the film in one way or another by rental or something. Yes, so, please. Thank you. Yeah. Don't pick something that we cannot watch, please. Because yeah. then we can't watch it. obviously (laughs) what don't pick an obscure movie that was once on vhs in your small town and disappeared forever that's all i'm saying uh even though that sounds amazing i would totally watch that i also don't know how to watch that so uh pick something give us a call send us an email and uh, explain a little bit why you want us to watch it, and and we'll add it to the list. You know, hopefully we can l- watch all of them. We haven't quite figured out how we're going to do it yet. We'll see how many requests we get first. Some years we get a ton of requests, and some years we don't get very many. So it just depends on that. We'll figure it out. Um, Miss Carly, Miss Carly, are we ready to spin the wheel? I think so. All right. Let me get the wheel up. Drag this big heavy wheel over. Wheel of terror. Ready? And here we go. Oh, it's a double feature, Carly. (gasps) So this week and next week. The collector and the collection. Amazing. The collector. So why isn't oh that's why I was like why isn't the collector coming the up? Collect- like, oh, be- be- because I definitely looked up the collection. <laughs> uh the collector is streaming on Prime Video, Roku, Voodoo, Tubby TV, 
Redbox. There's a million places. This place. This is Pluto. Plex. You can watch this thing. It, this Take thing, your pick. I remember. I remember having it on a list of movies to watch when we first started. Yeah, this has been yeah. a while we, in the making. We just straight up have never done it. So the wheel yeah. has decided it is time. It yes. is time. Yes. So we will be doing that. Exciting. Yes, we will. Exciting. Amazing. Exciting. Should I say the collections on Prime Video? So. You only have one place to watch that They're one. They're both. Okay. Fair. So, yeah, we'll watch the collection or collector next week and then the collection the week after. If you want to double feature it up now, feel free. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Okay. That's it. Anything else you want to add before we close out? No, that is it. Okay. Well, join us. Next week, when we're just when we're watching the collector, and if you're a Patreon subscriber, check us out on there, and we'll plan out some Discord fun. Until then, I'm Amy, and I'm Carly. Bye.